0: Hello and welcome to this week's Skeptical Reporter. My name is Miruna from the Skeptics in Romania podcast and I am bringing you news on science and skepticism from around the world. We begin this edition of the Skeptical Reporter with an announcement. Ash Price, a performing artist based in Edinburgh, is looking for funding on a project that will be called The Beginner's Guide to Psychic Trickery. He has traveled around the country performing shows that focus on revealing and exposing psychic trickery and is an award-winning director, published playwright and founder of Scotland's First Skeptics in the Pub group. He is hoping to fund three different shows that will look at the cons of psychic tricksters and hopes to present them in August at Edinburgh Festival. The Edinburgh Fringe Festival is the biggest art festival in the world and helping this project could bring skepticism to a new audience. And now for some skeptical news. A man has been beheaded on charges of sorcery and witchcraft in Saudi Arabia after being found in possession of mystical books and talismans, the state agency SPA has said. Muri bin Ali bin Isa al-Asiri has also admitted committing adultery with two women. He was executed in Saudi Arabia's southern Najran province. Human rights organizations have repeatedly spoken out against executions in the conservative Gulf Kingdom on charges of witchcraft. In September, a Sudanese national was beheaded in the city of Medina after being convicted of sorcery, while in December, a Saudi woman was executed in the northern province of Jaff for practicing witchcraft and sorcery. Foreign policy reports that due to a lack of a penal code and legal definition of witchcraft in Saudi Arabia, a judge has discretion to decide whether someone can be sentenced as a witch or a sorcerer. An AIDS research center in Cameroon is faced with a surprising opposition from a group of 35 Nobel Prize winners. The laureates are calling for the center's interim scientific director, fellow prize winner Luc Montagnier, to be removed from the part-time post. Observers say that unless the leadership crisis is resolved quickly and decisively, it could harm the prospects of the Chantal Bia International Reference Center. The center has a comprehensive AIDS research and healthcare program. In particular, it is testing and treating newborn babies to reduce maternal Transmission of HIV. It is the only research institution in Central Africa with the technology and expertise to monitor people with HIV thoroughly. The Nobel laureates wrote to Paul Biat, president of Cameroon, asking him to reconsider Montagnier's appointment. Montagnier, head of the World Foundation for AIDS Research and Prevention in Paris, shared the 2008 Nobel Prize in Physiology or Medicine for discovering HIV. The laureates argue that his embrace of theories that are far from the scientific mainstream, such as homeopathy, as well as what they claim are anti vaccination views, risk hurting the center's research, healthcare program, and reputation. The letter was coordinated by Richard Roberts, a Nobel Prize winning molecular biologist, who says he is concerned that Montagnier plans to pursue his unorthodox research at the center. In Great Britain, a psychic tricked young women into stripping naked at seances to help them get in touch with their dead relatives or court heard. Medium Carl Lang, aged 49, is accused of telling two women that taking off their clothes to carry out sexual acts would enhance their psychic powers. Prosecutor Matthew Roberts said, It was a cruel trick. He was a sexual fraudster and he conned them. He told them that by acting more and more outrageously, they could get in touch with their dead relatives that they were desperate to speak to. He encouraged them to send him naked photographs of themselves saying it would increase their psychic powers. And he told them that they had to be naked as the spirits are also naked. (laughs) A project called the North Pole Inner Earth Expedition, organized by Advanced Planetary Explorations, promises to take participants on a voyage to prove that the Earth is hollow. This is what the description of the voyage, which will last 15 days, says. The science is real. The story is more than 5,000 years old. The legend says that at a certain place above the Arctic Circle, there exists an oceanic depression or an entrance into the Earth. It's a place where the maritime legend claims sea level isn't level anymore. The discovery that the Earth is hollow would forever shatter our long held beliefs about how planets are formed. More importantly, however, discovering life beneath the Earth's crust could potentially provide us with new tools that would allow life on the surface to regain environmental balance, harmony and possibly even peace. These prospects make the North Pole Inner Earth expedition the greatest expedition in the history of the world. There is currently no date established for when the expedition would take place, but the organizers hope to launch a series of documentaries after returning from the trip showing the world their discoveries. And now let's look at some news in science. Astronomers have discovered two alien planets around the same star whose orbits come so close together that each rises in the night sky of its sister world like an exotic full moon. The newfound planets are 1,200 light years from Earth and an unprecedented find, researchers said. They differ greatly in size and composition but come closer to each other than any other pair of planets known. One of the newly discovered alien planets appears to be a rocky super-Earth four and a half times as massive as our planet. The other is a Neptune-sized world made of gas about eight times as massive as Earth. The two planets meet up every 97 days in a conjunction that would make each dramatically visible in the other's sky. These two worlds are having close encounters, said co-lead author Josh Carter of the Harvard Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics in a statement. At their closest approach, the two planets are separated by five times the distance between the Earth and the Moon. How such different bodies ended up in such similar orbits may be tough for current theories of planet formation and migration to explain, researchers said. Researchers are tackling drug addiction and have developed not one, but two cocaine vaccines that show promise in blocking the highly addictive drug before it reaches the brain. The drugs have been successful in monkeys and mice injected with cocaine. The vaccines were both developed by teams led by Ronald Crystal, a researcher at well Cornell Medical College in New York. They could be the first of a new line of anti-addiction treatments that use our own bodies to fight off addiction. Cocaine addiction is a major social problem. It causes changes to behavior, it's expensive and it's illegal, Crystal explained. The vaccines are still in the labs and not yet available for humans, but could be within a few years, Crystal said. They use antibodies, proteins of the immune system that attach to potentially dangerous molecules, tagging them for t- takedown by white blood cells against a cocaine-like molecule to clear the body of the drug. Japanese scientists claim to have coaxed stem cells to develop into a rudimentary human liver that has working blood vessels and the ability to metabolize. Takanori Takebe, a stem cell biologist at Yokohama City University in Japan, and his team grew a small, rudimentary liver using a recipe of just three types of cells. The trick was figuring out when to introduce each ingredient into the mix of cells. It took over a year and hundreds of trials, he declared. At the same time, another group in Japan reports the growth from stem cells of a precursor of the human eyeball. Both feats were presented at the annual meeting of the International Society for Stem Cell Research in Yokohama, Japan. Although further progress is needed before fully functional lab-grown livers and eyes will be ready to implant into a human, outside experts say the new results constitute genuine advances in that direction and they have other medical uses in the meantime. Anticipation is rising over the expected announcement of more evidence for the existence of the long-sought Higgs boson particle. The Higgs has been theorized for years but never found. Large Hadron Collider researchers plan to share their latest findings at the International Conference on High Energy Physics in Melbourne, Australia, at the beginning of July. In December of last year, LHC scientists reported they'd seen hints of what could be the Higgs boson in an excess of particle weighing about 124 to 125 electron volts, a unit roughly equivalent to the mass of the proton. However, the physicists hadn't accumulated enough data to announce a discovery, which in science requires a certain level of statistical significance called 5-sigma. Experts say it's unlikely the LHC researchers have reached the 5-sigma level, but they have collected substantially more data since their last public announcement. And now, in local news from Romania, we learn that a Romanian doctoral student from the University of Toulouse in France has received the prestigious Amelia Earhart Scientific Award given annually by Zonta International. Georgia Dacon was one of the winners this year, and she received the award, which is given to women in aerospace and aeronautical engineering, for her research on autonomous satellite orbit trajectories. Georgia Dacon is working on a doctoral thesis at the University of Toulouse III, Paul Sabatier in the Laboratory for Analysis and Systems Architecture of the National Center for Scientific Research. Zonta International, present in 68 countries, strives to improve women's rights and opportunities, campaigning on their legal status and access to culture, health and education. Established in 1938 in honor of pilot Amelia Earhart, the Amelia Earhart Fellowship is awarded annually to women pursuing PhD and doctoral degrees in aerospace-related sciences and aerospace-related engineering. This was Miruna for The Skeptical Reporter. This show was recorded today, the 21st of June, 2012. Thank you for listening.